Welcome to the Fantastic Magic Center. I'm Kent Cummins, and I'm going to share the real secrets of magic. Music can be very magical. It was our love of music and live music in particular that helped Margot and me decide that we wanted to live in the Austin, Texas area. It's called the live music capital of the world. I have frequently called it the live music and magic capital of the world because Austin, Texas is an amazing magic place. But that's not what this podcast episode is about. It's about music. If you listened to the recent podcast episode about circus magic, you heard me talking about Rick Gern, better known as Bonzo Crunch, fool at large. Rick Gern has been a real ringling clown. He told me that he enjoyed the episode, but he wondered, what was that theme music that you were using? Not the circus music, not the thunder and blazes, but my theme music for the podcast. He said, it sounds familiar, but I can't think of the name of it. It was easy for me to tell him the name of my theme music is The Tin Roof Blues. When I was just getting ready to start this podcast, and I was relying heavily on my friend Chris Walden, who is tech-savvy, whereas I am not, but he's also really smart at marketing and a lot of things about how I want to promote my brand and that sort of thing, and he asked me what music I wanted as a theme for our opening, for our intro and outro. I quickly said, well, let's, let's do the Tin Roof Blues. Hi, this is Chris Walden. Kent asked me to drop into the podcast briefly and talk about some of the music choices and sound effect choices that I make in the show. Everything that we use is in the public domain. There are a number of places where you can find things in the public domain. Freesound.org is one of my favorite locations. But Kent's choice of music was a piece that was an old jazz recording. And with a little bit of digging, I was able to find a 78 recording that was in the public domain for this song. It had some cracks and scratches, which we thought was a nice part of the nostalgia that we wanted to convey for the show. And so rather than trying to clean all of that up, I let that be part of the ambiance for the music that we use. I was able to find that in a collection of public domain 78 recordings on archive.org. For the circus program, I was able to find a lovely rendition of Thunder and Blazes, the well-known circus song, which was played by the U.S. Marine Band. Any music that is recorded by the U.S. Army or U.S. military bands is considered to be in the public domain, provided that there's not some sort of overriding copyright. So anything played by them, by John Philip Sousa, uh, that is fair game. Uh, but when they do modern renditions of, say, Queen, which I have found, then there's another overriding copyright. So we take some care with the music and the sound effects that we use. But it's amazing when you look how much richness there is available in the public domain.
And every year we get just a little bit more. Back to Kent. But why the Tin Roof Blues? Why that particular piece? Well, it starts because it's a wonderful classical uh, Dixieland music piece that I have listened to all of my life. My dad loved Dixieland music. He loved it so much that he sold everything we had in Del Rio, Texas, where I was born, and moved us to New Orleans, Louisiana, home of Dixieland jazz. And I used to babysit my little brother and sister so that mom and dad could go to the famous door in the French Quarter in New Orleans and listen to this little family band, the Asunto Brothers, who became the Dukes of Dixieland, possibly the most famous Dixieland band of all time. The first time I saw them was on the Ed Sullivan Show. So that provides some context, but what about that particular song? Well, in 1954, I was 11 years old. I believe we lived in Shreveport in 1954. We would watch television in the evening as a family, and one of our favorite shows was the Hit Parade. I remember Giselle McKenzie singing Make Love to Me. Hold me in your arms and never let me go. Whisper to me gently. Well, anyway, uh, it was a marvelous song, uh, and as we're listening to it, my dad says, wait a minute, that's the Tin Roof Blues. And at that point, I realized that the tune was familiar to me because Dad had a wonderful collection of old 78 RPM records. At least one or two of them included that particular Dixieland song, which I believe was written back in 1923. That may have even been before Dad was born. But it became famous in the mainstream when uh, Joe Stafford, in 1954, released Make Love to Me on Columbia Records. I believe I may have the 45 RPM version of that somewhere. So it's always been one of my favorite Dixieland music songs. It enters the story again on my 60th birthday. Well, actually a little before. Margot said, uh, what, what are you going to want for your birthday, Kent? And I said, how about a slide trombone? And she said, well, you don't know how to play the slide trombone. And I said, well, maybe music lessons would be a good present too. Why? Why was I asking for a trombone for my birthday? And that story goes back to the fifth grade, where the one year that we lived in New Orleans, Louisiana, because that's where Daddy took us. That was also the year that we started band. The band leader asked each of us to let him know what instruments we wanted to learn and to play. And I said, the slide trombone, not just the trombone. And actually, I've since learned that not all trombones are slide trombones, but that's just what the Asunto brothers used to play in the Dukes of Dixieland. And I loved the sound. And I said, ah, I want to do that. And my band leader, band teacher, said, oh, your mouth is the wrong shape. Uh, that wouldn't work. Uh, I need you to play clarinet. Now, this was before Pete Fountain had made the clarinet seem so cool, and I bought a clarinet, and I practiced, and I tried to learn, and I just never got anywhere with it. I wasn't particularly good at it. I didn't particularly like it, and so once that year was over, I think probably my career as a clarinetist was also over. I never was part of the school band in any of the schools that I attended, and as I grew up, 
I always blamed that band teacher for keeping me from playing what I wanted to for the slide trombone. I was a victim. But by the time I was in my late 50s, I realized I can't be a victim unless I let myself be a victim. I mean, that band teacher may have actually just needed more people to play woodwinds because nobody wanted to. He was just trying to do the best job for the band, and he figured it didn't matter. I didn't know anything about embouchure or the fact that, of course, my mouth is okay for playing any instrument I want to. Well, it might not be just right for the drums. Well, never mind. The point to the story is that by the time I turned 60, which was over 20 years ago now, oh my, I realized that I didn't have to be a victim, and that's why I decided I was going to learn to play the slide trombone. Margot did give me a used trombone for my birthday, and she arranged lessons with a professional trombone player with one of the local bands, Grupo Fantasma. He helped me learn about embouchure. I practiced and tried to learn. I, I figured out how to play Happy Birthday, and I decided, okay, this is really difficult, but I'm not going to give up. I want to learn how to play Make Love to Me, otherwise known as the Tin Roof Blues. And my teacher said I was by no means ready for that. And yet, although I did the lessons the way he asked me to, I would also spend a little bit of extra time every day trying to pick out and make the sound of the Tin Roof Blues. And you know, if you believe in something and really work hard at it, you can do almost anything. And eventually, I was ready. I had set my own recital. We had a training session for the Magic Camp counselors. And back in the day, oh my gosh, we must have had, I don't know, 40 counselors and counselors in training. Anyway, we had uh, we almost filled up the theater at the school where we had camp. And I asked Peter, who was running the training, to let me be a part of the training, and in particular, to introduce me at a particular time. And when that time came and he introduced me, I walked up the aisle to the stage, carrying my trombone case. I sat down and I opened up the case and I put the trombone together and I did, cleared the spit valve and did the things that you do before you actually start performing. And then I played the Tin Roof Blues. I took a bow, put the trombone back in its case, and walked back up the aisle or down the aisle, whichever way it is, and never played trombone again. But I was no longer a victim, and I still love the song, and on my 80th birthday, we had a Dixieland band, thanks to my loving wife. They asked me if I anything in particular I wanted to hear, and I said, oh yeah, I want to hear the Tin Roof Blues. I'm Kent Cummins. Join us next time for more tales from the Fantastic Magic Center. And if you'd like even more information, well, join us on our website, fantasticmagiccenter.com. Kent cannot preserve the secret legacy of magic without your support. Start today by going to fantasticmagiccenter.com and clicking the red Join Our Patreon button. <laughs>